Hello everybody and welcome to our eighth episode. Now last week we looked at two personalities, the director and the socialist or the socializer. And this week we're going to have a look at two more, the thinker and the supporter or philosopher. Now I normally would give you a little song at this point and ask you a question about what you think it's about. But today is going to be a little different. Enjoy. I am not a stranger to the dark. Hide away, they say, because we don't want your broken parts. I've learned to be ashamed of all my scars. Run away, they say, no one will love you as you are. But I won't let them break me down to dust. I know that there's a place for us. For we are glorious. When the strongest words want to cut me down, I'm going to sing the blood, going to drown them out. I am brave. I am bruised. I am who I'm meant to be. This is me. Look out, because here I
what I like about this song is that it's a strong song. It's about encouraging yourself to like yourself. And if you like yourself, then nothing else will matter. So back to our personalities. The thinker is an analyst or a scientist and is more, I suppose, introverted than the first personality, type A, the director. The thinker's personality tend to use logic and rationality to make sense of the world around them. They can become easily overwhelmed and sometimes they prefer to focus on what they can control rather than what they can't control. So let's have a look at type C personality or the thinker or the analyst or the scientist. They can be critical thinkers. They are known to be dependable. They can be very focused. They can be objective and they can be very logical. There's just some of the basic traits. Let's take a little gander at some specifics, especially around their strengths. They can be extremely creative. And as we said earlier, they can be dependable. They're imaginative. They can be extremely independent. And they do things with a lot of detail. They do follow through on certain things. They also play by the rules. And they are highly organised. And of course, they're very analytical. We've said earlier that they can be critical thinkers. This can be a strength. And they can be very thoughtful. So how are they around weaknesses? Well, they have a tendency to worry about progress. And they can, I suppose, at times appear very unsocial, which means that they can develop a critical behaviour. They like to do things their own way. They have a detached sense of themselves. In other words, they detach from their behaviour. They can see the glass half empty rather than half full. And they can be very sceptical and disbelieving of people. More often than not, they may never have had personal expectations met. So therefore, what would motivate a type C personality or the thinker personality? Well, one of the highest motivations would be control. Times when they can be independent and analytical. Challenges can also be an excessively big motivation for them. And of course, problem solving. So common words or phrases that might grab the attention of a type C personality. How does that work? Some quiet solitude. Tell me more about that. That's perfection. So what about the dislikes or the turnoffs or fears of type C personality? They don't like uncontrolled emotion and they can't stand irrational acts or behaviour and they really do dislike indecision by people they don't like people who are self-centred they don't like people who lose control and they certainly don't like losing control and they obviously turn off when they're the subject of control or being supervised especially by people they don't trust or respect Distractions are distracting people. Now, with all this in mind, what job would you think 
would attract a type C personality. Maybe as a weather forecaster? Or a critic? Policemen, crime scene investigators, private detectives? An engineer? Maybe a technical support? Or research assistant? Or better still, research scientist? Game designer? Maybe even a pilot? A data analysis program analyst? An accountant or auditor? Maybe even an inventor. Now, if you happen to be working with a Type C personality, what do you think they'd look like? Well, you know, you can identify them by their detailed orientation, their logical thought pattern, the fact that they are really prepared. They can be quite controlling both of themselves and of people around them. They really don't like things getting out of hand. They may even appear to be non-expressive at times because they don't want to allow people to see a display of emotions. They are sticklers for procedures and following those procedures. They are also sticklers for protocol in getting a job done. They're incredibly careful and resourceful. However, above all, they are fantastic thinkers who will look at all aspects of an issue before taking a stand. But once they take a stand, then they have the facts to back up everything they say. So if you're somebody who is going to challenge them, you better be prepared. They like their role clearly defined. They need to know exactly what is expected of them. Once they know what is expected of them, they will prioritise the tasks that they need to do to ensure completion. Now, if they happen to be a supervisor, they will be overly cautious and rational. They'll have the details and the facts before they make any decision. People who would try and sell them something or try to get them to increase their emotional stance won't get very far. Because personality type C would consider such an effort to be hyper and would wonder what facts the other person is trying to hide. Now, having said that, if those of type C personality happen to be in public roles, you know, the front man or the front woman, they will strive for something new, for originality, for uniqueness in all things. Because they are so much into detail, they will meticulously prepare to defend their decisions against any or all objections. And now we come to type D personality, which are also known as the philosophers or the supporter. Now, this type of personality is very sensitive. They can experience joy and happiness more intensely than other people. However, they can become more anxious and depressed as well. Type D personalities are the supporters. They like their world to be even more stable. They don't like change and they would rather work at the same project or the same job throughout their career. And they certainly don't like challenges. In fact, they will avoid them. They fear rejection. And they can overthink situations very, very easily. People with type D personality will take life much slower. They will take their pace an awful lot easier. They like repetition because it allows them to become very skilled in what they do. And in fact, sometimes, if what they're doing is unpleasant, it's easier than what they don't know, because that could be worse. So what are type D's personality strengths? Well, actually, they can be very caring people and very sincere. 
and very compassionate. They can also be very stable because they're calm. They're dependable. They can be trusting. They can be reliable. And they can be very observant. They're very good at routine or tasks that are repeated. What about their weaknesses though? Well, they certainly won't speak up too easily. And they can easily be used by others. They tend to go along even though they don't agree, just to avoid confrontation. They can be very uncomfortable with constant change. And they can get hurt very easily. Funny enough, they can be very shy and less assertive. So if they find themselves living out of their weaknesses, what do you think would motivate them? The need to feel safe. The need for security. The need to feel stable. Anything with low risk. No change or little change. The same routine. Group opportunities. A place that has a calm atmosphere. Be that at work or at home. So what would their phrases be? What would somebody say that would grab the attention of this type of personality? Help others in need above myself. Oh, that's a lovely relaxed atmosphere. Well, that's logical. That's very rational. However, they do have turn-offs. They have their dislikes and they have their fears. They don't like risks. They don't like pushy people. They certainly don't like change, especially frequent change. And they hate instability. They don't like to be disorganised. And they certainly don't like aggressive behaviour in people. In fact, they don't like disruption in their routine at all. And they certainly don't like surprises. The unknown they fear. And they will avoid conflict. So... With that in mind, what job would attract this kind of personality? An administrator, probably. Anything in financial services. The likes of a HR manager, or a social worker, or assembly line worker. How about a teacher or counsellor? A personal assistant or secretary? An insurance agent? A librarian or security guard? And strange as this may seem, a customer service representative. So if you work with somebody that is a type D personality, how would you identify them? They would have a cautious personality, admiration and acceptance from others. They would be glad to work hard to please people as long as they feel appreciated. They need to receive plenty of reassurance that they're doing the right thing or that they're needed. It's funny, but type D personalities would often believe that the type A personality is crazy for taking so many risks. And although they may not be as fast as others, you can be assured of their accuracy and thoroughness. They have a tendency to keep their own feelings to themselves and are very reluctant to express themselves. And this is even if a more assertive type of person seems to be taking advantage of them. One of the phrases that I heard recently to describe a type D personality is, and we've all heard this, go along to get along. Now I want to introduce you to a new personality type, type X. 
Now, this isn't a general personality, but it is where two or more personality types are equal in strength within one person. For example, if an individual's two highest personality types are A and B, they might be identified as an X or an ABX. Yes, I know there's theory around all this, but the X indicates a cross or an intersection of two or more types. However, what I suppose I'm trying to point out is that although it may have strong personality traits, it does not include the primary personality. In other words, where there is a cross between all four, and we have all four in us, we will still be and have a primary personality. So now that we've covered the four personality types, ask yourself the question, which one am I primarily? And as I said before, we have a bit of all of them in us. But what is my primary personality? And how do I behave out of it? And maybe when we discover that we're behaving out of our non-primary personality, do I need to change some parts of that behaviour? And what do I need to do when I do notice that I need to change it? Stay well. Stay safe. Namaste.